Vicky, you're looking wonderful. How old are you? No, no. <laughs> Never at 35, darling, in my head. No, I would never ask that. I just... Vile child. Oh, God, I love you. It's so good to see you Lovely and you're looking marvellous. Now, thank you. thank you so much for coming on uh, this little show, which we've had a huge success with, I'm pleased to say. How long do you think we've known each other? Oh, God. <laughs> Forever. So when did we first meet? Was it like sort of the charities back in the day when we were socialising? Was it before that? Yes, I think it was. So we've got, it's got to be... 40 years? Yeah. It's quite a long time, isn't it? It really is a long time. (laughs) And you're still looking fabulous. (laughs) Oh, darling. I'm a a bit like Bionic Man. I've had a new knee put in. Oh, good. Yeah. And I've I've had a a new valve put into my heart. Oh, my God. uh, I didn't know you had anything wrong, but um, that's good. You know, know, it's not easy getting old, darling. I mean, you've got that to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm only 35, yes. (laughs) Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, do you, you don't remember when we first met? I was just trying to think. It was. I think it was a charity event. Was it? I think it was that one. What did we used to do with Roger Kitter up in North London? It was in that in the Hilton in North London. There was. I think there was a. Was it wasn't the Water event? Rats, was it? No, it was. Oh, perhaps it was the Water Rats. You think it was? Are you a Water Rat? I'm a lady. No, rattling. Yes, lady, yes, exactly. yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Is that still going strong? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it is. And um, and they have like Zoom meetings and everything. And and it's so lovely because they look after each other. You know, like yeah. if someone's ill, someone sends cards and things. And it's uh, and and raise money for charity, which is fantastic. I used to love going to your uh, dinners, and we'd all have to get out the, the napkin. And we'd all go, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That's the best bit. <laughs> the best bit? Oh, God. I mean, I, you know, I had so many good friends who were Lady Ratlings. Anne Emery, for a start. I never wanted to be a water rat, though. I wanted to be a Lady Ratling. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be much... Well, you can. I will nominate you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really, really good to... So, what have you been up to recently? Oh, I just did um, a play called Hello, Norma Jean. And it's about Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Yes. yes. And it's, uh, she'd faked her death and she'd been living in England. And she, I was playing 78, so obviously playing up. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and this was at Southwold because we took it out before. And in the Park Theatre, it did... Um, we played the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park... And over six years, I didn't know this, someone told me, they had a poll to see what were the favourite shows. And uh, over six years, Mara, this one, Hello, Norma Jean, came third. And oh, marvellous. It was brilliant. And um, I love playing the part. So we, I did it in Southwold because I'm patron of the theatre there. And, uh, and it was great. It was great doing it again. It's a great story. Um, except she's playing up. You know, she's old. I've got the grey wig on and everything. But it's a great story. So is she or isn't she? Is it Marilyn? Isn't it? It's sort of like a whodunit. And it's by a chap called Dylan Costello, Italian writer, gorgeous, fabulous. And uh, is it, um, you say that it was, a, was it a one woman play or were there No, no, there's in? others, about five of us in there. So you've got oh, right. a younger Marilyn, you've got Marilyn, yeah. you've got um, uh, my grandson, you've got Marilyn that Mamro, as she was, that appears to him and talks to him. And then right. you've got the young Norma Jean, who I sort of had conversations with. It's a really clever play. You'd love it. And yeah. um, so I just finished that. 
and then I'm just doing learning the script for um, Dirty Dusty. Now, is that is that how it sounds? You know, Dirty Dusty. I can see you now uh, a little light dusty, you know, bending over. Oh, it's my favourite. That's my favourite. Showing homework. your bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of the feather duster. No. Yes. <laughs> no, this is three old cleaning women. So I'm yeah. doing this with Leah Bell, Vicky Entwistle from Coronation Street. And we've got one boy who is Andrew Green. And uh, we're touring. They've taken it out before, but it's the first time I've done it. And it's about these cleaning ladies. So three old cleaning ladies that are going to be laid off. And they think they need some more money. Well, they keep getting dodgy calls while they're cleaning at work. And they think, what a good idea. Let's, let's set up a phone sex chat-up line for the, <laughs> over the weekend. So that's basically the premise. And it's hysterical. That, that's a really, really good one. Oh, marvellous. And, and then I've got Panto. Did you want to know about Panto yet? Or are you saving it? No, I certainly do. Can you tell me, what, what subject are you doing? Cinderella. Oh, and you play the fairy godmother? I am. I am. So I'm a Gorgeous. goodie. I, I, you, I like playing baddie, I've got to say. Yeah. Well, you played many a baddie, haven't you? I have, darling. Yes. <laughs> I'm good at baddies. <laughs> yes. The evil queen, I, th- I see you as. Cut out her heart and bring it. And I, can't, I can't put it in, in, you know, the fairy godmother. Um, so... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so... Actually, nowadays, you probably could. <laughs> yes, you probably could. <laughs> I'm not sure, to be quite honest, what's politically correct and not politically correct at the moment. So, you know, I mean... Panto, can you say this? Can you say that? I don't know. I know. I think ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. And it um, really is. so it's Cinderella. It's at Grimsby Auditorium from the 10th of December to the last day of December, which is, I think, the 31st. Yeah. Um, with um, Fraser Hines is in it with me. Ah, oh, lovely Fraser. John D. Collins, who was in Hello, Hello with me. And some fantastic Ian Norton. Do you know him? Uh, the playing so. the uglies. Of course, it's, it's Cinderella. You've got uglies. I've never done uh, an ugly sister. Do you know the reason why? Is I'm far too pretty. Well, of course. You know, so I can't play. So I have to play buttons. <laughs> That's the best part. That's a great. Oh, part. It's I a great love part. buttons. Buttons I is love a great buttons. part. I love it when you, as Cinderella, because I'm madly in love with you. You have to put me down and say I'm sorry, but. You know, we're best friends, but we, we're nothing more. And, oh, you oh, and it's such a it. moving. It's oh. so moving and you feel so sorry for Buttons. I bet you played you really that well. Do. Oh, I loved it. Well, you're loved such a good it. actor. I mean, oh. honestly, you've done some fantastic roles. And one of my favourite television series is I, Claudius. Oh, my oh. God, you were brilliant in that. You know what it's like, you know, when you're out and about and meeting the public, they say, oh, we loved you in Porridge. We loved you in uh, in uh, Doctor in the House or whatever. And all those comedies. I mean, like, you've done so many comedies in your career. And people always remember that. And then occasionally we're out and people say, well, of course, you were wonderful as Nero. And I go, oh, my, it's been worth it all. Yes. It's been, you know, the business has been tough and difficult. All and that people... fiddling, dear. I know, all that <laughs> fiddling. <laughs> I'm still fiddling. <laughs> What a fantastic series to have been in. Oh, it was wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Derek Jacoby, so many of the cast was just wonderful. Now, I, this show is called Show and Tell, as you know. I know, because it I... rhymes with Vicky Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Hadn't thought of that. And uh, what we do is we ask you to bring three items along, and I bring one item along that means something to you in your life. Now, uh, have you got your first item? I don't know which way to do this round because they're all really good. When, when you choose whatever item you're going to choose, I'm then going to ask you for clues as to what it is. 
to see if I could guess what it is. Oh, you'll guess this. All right, I'll do the first one. You'll guess that easy. All right. Okay. So off you go. What's the first item? It's a hat. It's a hat, right? Uh, so is it a hat you've worn in something? Yes. Hello, hello. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you uh, know, th- uh, yeah. But you're but you're very familiar with this program. Is it a comedy series? No, but it's a fabulous series. It's sort of a. It's a. <laughs> well, it used to be. Uh, held in a lot far away country, the other side of of the earth. And you were very, very good in it. In fact, you became king of the... My goodness, I can't think king of... King of the I... jungle! Oh, king of the jungle! <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh, I was no. thinking king. What TV's... What's... Drama was I king? You were oh. Nero. What are you all I mean, is that, Oh yeah, is it your um, your uh, bush? Can I see it? Yeah, bush. bush. Now that now that you've guessed it. Ah, <laughs> oh, marvelous, marvelous. Mine was stolen, you know. Oh no. Yeah, I was really upset, but I, you know, if you uh, when you win, you get a, a sort of scepter. You know. Well, I a, a didn't wooden... win, but. <laughs> Why don't you rub well, it, it in? If you win, if you had one done, you get a, a wooden, and I have had the wooden scepter framed, oh. and it's it's a big piece of art on my wall, yeah. and uh, it's 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 lovely. I love it. Oh. Did you enjoy yourself in the jungle? I did. Should I keep this on, or is it all right to take it off now? Is I take it off, darling? Thank you, darling. It's ruined my hair. I don't know why I chose that for the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, who was who was with you that year? Carl Fogarty. Edwina Curry, um, yes. Jake Quickenden, Tim, Tinchy Strider, Michael Burke, Mel Sykes, Gemma Collins, Kendra Wilkinson, Nadia Ford, Jimmy Bullard, and Craig Charles. And who won? Um, Foggy. Um, oh, that's Carl right. Fogarty. Yes, he did. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. And we thought that. Jimmy Bullard was, but then he had that row with Jake Quickenden, and then they voted him out because we thought he was favourites. And also, yeah. Craig Charles had to leave after three days because I think he would have been a, a winner. Um, yeah. But his brother uh, died suddenly, and he after three days he had to go. It was like, yes, I yeah. remember. And Gemma Collins left after two days because she didn't like it <laughs> anymore. So she went. I felt that it was uh, still to this day, including all the dramas I've done uh, on television, the good work. I think it's still my best thing I've ever done. I think you're right because. It makes you think differently. I mean, it does. I think we are better at dealing with the actors, are better at dealing with some of the others because yeah. we go on tour with different people. You know, you're exactly. always mixing with other people. It's just, oh, it's a job, you know. Yeah. But other people take it so personally. Yeah. You know, it's a job. It's for how long, you know. And, and it's a learning curve, you know, and getting on with these people and doing things that you would be scared of and overcoming your fears and also... I think finding out what's really important to you, what you miss about home, you know, because you're kept away from them. And also, if you if you win it, to be voted by the public is something which is extraordinary and is and is really a wonderful feeling. And I remember because I was up against there were two of us left at the end and I was up against the horrible American model, Janice Dickinson, who was vile. But she did make me laugh. Oh, she, she was funny. Oh, there was she, a line in that, Biggins, honestly. The line, you know, the, the line no, what with was, the chef. No, what, oh, what, 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 what,
brilliant slide. It's my best line. One of my best lines. Um, it was um, it was the chef, and he was having a go at her. He didn't really like her, and uh, none and of he, us did. No. <laughs> I met her. She was all right with me, was but she? not. But I wasn't living with her, obviously. <laughs> but um, she. The best line is it when he was having a go and he said, well, you did this and you did that. And he he had done this, um, the, the eating trial. And she turned around to him and she said, well, at least I don't don't eat crock dick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> was that, that was such a good look. I was hysterical when she said that. I think that's why she lasted because she was so quick, sharp. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. She was. And, uh, but also it was so funny because we were there down to the last two and I was convinced she'd won and she was convinced she'd won so when when the boy said and this year's uh king of the jungle I didn't I thought that she is she uh, what is she a king is she a queen I couldn't I, I yeah no I couldn't at that moment work out what I was or <laughs> and it was then did I realize that I'd won and she was furious Oh, bless. But you were all, always going to win. I think it was a foregone conclusion. But it shows uh, you that you, you know, that, it, I mean, everyone loves you. So obviously, uh, you know, uh, the whole the whole of the country was voting for you. I did say, was there much between us? And they said, no, you're an out, outright winner. So it was, that pleased me a little bit because, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't say nasty things about people, but she was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but I no, it was a fantastic experience. Did you see the... Uh, Welsh one last year? Yes, I didn't mind it. I thought it was quite good. Did you like it? Did you? No, I thought it was too, there was too much space. Yeah. Yeah, not an enclosed environment. No, and I think the enclosed thing gives a lot of problems to it. You know, people react strangely to it. But I I just thought it was one. Ant and Deck are so wonderful, aren't they? Oh, they are. But we don't see much of them, do we? Only when we're doing a trial. And when they come in the morning to give you the good or bad news. Yes. But, I um, know. Did you get cold feet before you were going in? Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I said to my daughter, I said, I'm not sure about this, spiders and things. I said, really, Louise? I said, I'm really not sure. And she went, you've got to do it, mummy. And I went, OK, then. Well, of course, she was coming with me. She came with me. So she was in the Versace. <laughs> she was on the holiday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, she was really good on the other side and made lots of friends and everything. And yeah, uh, so did Neil. Neil had made lots. Did of friends. he? Yes, it was. In fact, he made lots of friends, including Janice Tick- Dickinson took with her a, a, a male friend who was, I think, he was a, an agent or something. And he and Neil really uh, hit it off. They they became really good friends. So that was good. Do you want to know why the hat was so important? Yes. Well, when I went in, the things that I was, the two things that I was really worried about, more than anything, more than getting scared, was the dunny and no makeup. (laughs) They were the worst. And also the other thing, which is the skunk. So while you're in there, (laughs) while you're in there, obviously I am a natural brunette now. (laughs) There is not a grey hair there. <laughs> but as it's, as the longer you're in there, then I've got this growth and it looks like a skunk. So I was wearing my hat all the time. And when I came out, they said to me, Vicky, do you want a big breakfast? Do you want this? Do you want that? I went, take me to the hairdressers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
uh, that's, that's a t- typical vanity from you. Honestly. I know. I mean, I'm not. It's not. It's just. Uh, I mean, I would not do that. You know, I would. Yeah. You know, when you get let the roots grow and things like that. No, <laughs> yes. I'm not really a big head, but I like to, you know, look nice. Exactly. <laughs> you always do. You Thank always you. do. So that is uh, that's our first item. What about your second item? Oh, I've got to give you clues. Yes, please. Okay, so this this is not about a king. It's about a queen. Right. Is it a a, a queen in pantomime? No. It's the real... The real queen. The queen. Yes, The queen. Okay. And... um, so, and I do quite a lot of charity. You know I do charity work. You do charity yes. work. We meet at yes. you know, Haven House and, and all of those that yes. we do. And so it was for charity work. I met the Queen. So when you, you were given an award? Yes. Was it the OBE? It was an MBE. MBE. But well done, Biggins. Marvellous, marvellous. I, 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 I envy you that uh, because I think it's... Uh, so the next one, how long ago did you did you win that that award? <laughs> when I won it, and I was just like, you don't win it, you sort of get given it. <laughs> yes, yeah, you, you get know what I mean. I think it was two thousand and ten. Okay. So when do we start um, putting you forward as a dame? <laughs> You'd be a great dame as well, wouldn't you? Oh my god! <laughs> Let's put the both of us up for it. Let's get someone to put us up for dame. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, that was 2010. I don't know. I don't know what the legalities are of it. No, I don't. I don't. It's, but it is, it's a wonderful honour. Do you, want to, I mean, do you it, want to see it? I want to see it, yes. Is this the one that you, you uh, put on your dress? Oh, that's, that's the official one, isn't Official it? one. You've got a small one you put on your dress. Yes, I got a necklacey thing as well. I keep oh, forgetting you... to wear it. And, and then I think, do I look too obvious if I do? Do you know what I mean? It's, oh, no, um, I think you should wear it. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a great honour. It's such a great honour. And, and, you know, like you, I've always done charity work because I think when you're not working, you know, give back. And um, and I support a lot, a lot of charities. But it's so lovely to be recognised for that. Yeah. And um, I must admit, when, because I got the letter saying, and you mustn't tell anyone, okay? Yes. So, so I didn't tell anyone. Because I thought if I tell my sisters, they'll tell everyone. You know, so they won't be able to keep it. You know, if I tell Graham, he will tell everyone. So I couldn't tell him. And I didn't even tell my daughter. And then I was out, um, I'm president of the, um, the Lady Taverners in Essex. And I was at a function with them uh, for, for a charity function. And Louise rings me and she says, Mummy, Mummy. She said, the palace have been on the phone. And she said, I said, Oh, I said, what did they say? They said, well, you've got to go to, um, you know, the palace on, you know, and you've got to, you know, get in touch with them and everything. Said, what is it, mummy? What is it? You know, so then then I knew that I could tell everyone. But um, but you have to be very secretive about it. Yes, I, and I think if it gets in the press, they get quite upset, don't they? Yes, I think you can, you know, you can lose it. If... And were you lucky enough to have Her Majesty the Queen? Oh, darling, to... that's the other thing. Now, as much as I love Charlie and everyone else, I just wanted the Queen. And yes, yeah. I did. I got, I got the Queen. Fantastic. And they, they teach you to, you know, you might took so many steps, then you curtsy and so many steps back and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And at the time I was at, um, I was doing a Ray Cooney play uh, called Stop Dreaming at Windsor. So we were doing a musical. No, it was a musical. And I, so I had that day off to go to the, to the palace 
And I, f- I thought, I've got to ask. I said, excuse me, Mum, I know you go to the theatre sometimes. And actually, I'm only across the way. So you're welcome. <laughs> she just went, hmm. <laughs> but um, she was wonderful. I mean, she stood for so long. She has to see so many people. She has to remember, be able to talk to everyone. And I, I when you see the video back, because they video it, then they send it to you after. And I'm like in adulation. I'm, it's like, oh my God, it's the Queen. So you would be like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, uh, I've met her like yourself many, many times. And the funniest time ever is uh, I was in Regis Park Open Air Theatre doing uh, Puck in a Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, brilliant. In fact, I was the best Puck of the Park that year. <laughs> I can see you would be a great puck (laughs) anyway uh, she it was the 50th anniversary of the theatre and she was invited to come to the theatre but of course uh, she hates theatre and uh, a Shakespeare play how did you know that oh it's well known oh is it she'd she'd rather go and see a horse race well, I never, I haven't met the Queen. This is the only time I ever met her. You're so lucky you met her before. I'm oh, so nervous. I've, on numerous occasions. But this one was particularly funny. So anyway, she, they decided they would do, a, a, they'd have to do a play, but they would do a one-act play, which was written by Bernard Shaw. And it was concerning uh, the Queen Elizabeth I meeting Shakespeare. And it was a, a duologue. Really funny play. And uh, the night before she came, She'd had the intruder in Buckingham Palace. Oh, my gosh, yes. So the whole thing, when she came in, the whole theatre kept looking at her to see if there was any marks on her face oh or any, she'd been hit or something. But nothing, of course. And she was, uh, they said the play lasted, I think, 40, an hour. Let's say it lasted an hour. And I was chosen to meet her in my dressing room. Now, the dressing rooms, have you done Regis Park Open Air Theatre? Uh, no, uh, Sue Hodge has. I mean, she's done that. I haven't done that. No, Are well, they, they're, I mean, they're quite small. I would have thought. Very, uh, only really a s- space for one person, to, you know, to be in. And so she came in, and David Conville said, uh, "Your Majesty, this is Christopher Biggins, who plays Philistrate and Puck." And how lovely she said. I said, "What well, is lovely, Mum? Because you know, I, I really enjoy." doing Shakespeare, and it, it's fun. And this is the dressing room. And I just described the dressing room. Philip stood in the, in the doorway because there was no room for him to get in. <laughs> and so she was. I was going through this <laughs> greetings cards and blah de blah de blah And eventually she said, what are those? And they, she pointed to a shelf above me, and I put, brought them down. I said, these are Puck shoes. And she turned to Philip and said, look, Philip, Puck shoes. Whereupon I just let out the biggest laugh ever. <laughs> And I've got this wonderful picture of her looking very po-faced and me screaming with laughter. But uh, she is uh, she is amazing. I mean, I'm I'm a royalist like you. I am a royalist, yeah. She is We're the same birth sign, aren't we? Sagittarius. We are Sagittarius, so exactly. Eternal optimists, I think. Yeah, we have to be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. So that is fantastic. Well, congratulations. I did know, of course, you had the honour, but uh, the story is wonderful. Yeah, thanks. And uh, now we're going to have a little break now. And uh, I've got something of my own to share with you. Uh, Stay with us just for a few minutes. Hello and welcome back to Show and Tell with Christopher Biggins. I'm with Vicky Michelle and uh, she's taking me through three items that tell a story from her life. But in this podcast, there's always time for something from my personal collection too. Right, so here are my clues. Vicky, these are 
very personal to me because they came from a relative. So it was like an inheritance. Right. Um, okay. So we're talking cufflinks or jewellery of some sort? No. Um, they're, 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 I suppose... Uh, and there's a there, so shoes. Oh, yeah. There's shoes? Five, no, there's five of them. There's five? F- five shoes. Shoes. <laughs> no, there's not shoes. <laughs> <laughs> there's five. 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 There are five. And it's a, really they're part of a game. Oh. Uh, that you played probably in Victorian times. Of the with the, the balls thing. The, oh, oh, or bowls. No, you used a ball to knock them over. Oh, like those mini um, bowling pins. What's it called? Yeah, yes, yes, skittles, the mini, skittles. the little ones, skittles. Yes, yes. Well done, well <laughs> done. These are my great auntie Vi gave me these. Oh, how lovely! And there, <gasps> as I said, there are five of them, and oh, they're, they're beautiful. You, they're beautiful wood, and I've lost the ball, sadly. Oh, was uh, it a wooden but, ball? Yes, it was a wooden ball, uh, but it, it, was, it was such a lovely thing. And Great Auntie Vi was very important in my life because she was a great influence, because she was a terrible, terrible snob. <laughs> and all my family talked with a burr. They all talked like that. And, you know, my brother still talks like that. And uh, all his children. And uh, my Auntie Vi, was not, that was not where was she? Where was she from then? Where, what area? Kent, she had a shop in Whitstable, in, in Faversham. All oh, right, OK. Uh, and it was a seed shop, and it was a very... You can still see the shop to this day. It was a very elaborate frontage. And she worked very hard and earned a lot of money during the war. I don't ask me how she got it, but anyway, she did, her and her husband, Arthur. Anyway, she was determined that I should have elocution lessons. So I went, my school that I went to, um, there was a wonderful woman called Mrs. Christian, and she gave me elocution lessons, and that's why I speak like I do to this day. Beautifully. Beautifully. But, I mean, she was a wonderful woman in a way. Uh, I, I, she taught me how to cook. She taught me how to lay a table. All of those manners. I think yeah, that, exactly. to be quite honest, I think they're really important. I mean, my dad was from the East End, but he was really hot on manners and things. And my mum, you know, so I think that it, it was really important. You know, you knew, you know, fork on the left, knife on the right, you know, yeah. and also to learn a little bit of French if you're in a restaurant. Because back in the day, some restaurants, you know, would do champignon, you know, and I go, what's yeah. that? You know, so you learn <laughs> mushrooms and things. And, um, and to be respectful. And did you have to stand up if the Queen, if they played um, the royal yeah, oh, yes, anthem? Yes, we did. We yeah, did, yes. Yes. Oh, my yeah, was my nan important. was really like that because she was from Jarrow. And it was like, no, you have to, you know, stand up, Vicky. You know, and, oh, and, no. and I think that was, it was a respect thing. And I think that's... Yeah, and I think, I think subconsciously we, we learned the two of us, a lot of things from that. Yes, absolutely. Period. I mean, she was, she was quite tough. Auntie Vi, you know, and uh, but I, I, I loved her. And she was, uh, it was very good. And so these are quite important to me. These must be over a hundred years old, I think. I mean, they're extraordinary, and they're they're beautifully made. The Maybe someone watching this will make you a ball, a ball, so that you can I know. play them. I think that's lovely. Yeah, it's really and it's, nice, and it's it? nice learning about who's important in your life. You know that. Yes. Uh, who who influenced you? You know, because you yeah. have perfect diction and. Your beautiful, but back in the day, it was BBC English. It was. You're right. When I went to stage school, it was like one must speak like that. One didn't. And if one went to the auditions, one didn't drop their p's and q's. You know, <laughs> because if you did, you were in trouble. You know, it was very terrible. It was. It was very yeah. BBC English. I think it yeah. used to be called. Yeah. 
And now, of course, anything goes. Well, what do you mean, mate? <laughs> <laughs> You're a right nice geezer. I've got to tell you that. <laughs> Get out of my pub. <laughs> Get out the apples and pears. <laughs> uh, so now, Vicky, you've got one more item to show me. Uh, or rather, give me some clues about. Um, I wore this in a show that I did. Um, it was a very popular show. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guess so quickly? <laughs> I'll show you these. All right, okay. So I've got a few of them, but I thought these are the like pennies. So oh, pennies. yes, so, yes. Yeah. So we had sort of several. They're a bit jaded now, I must admit. But um, great. Yeah. So these are some of the pennies that... Um, it was a wonderful series, wasn't it? I oh, mean, it, it was, was extraordinary. Yes, it's a shame you didn't do some episodes or something. I, you know. I know, I know, I know. It was a wonderful series. It went on for ten years. And apparently... Ten years? Yes, ten years. Longer than the war. From 82 <laughs> to 92. <laughs> and, um, well, it changed my life. I mean, just before I got that, I'd... Um, I'd been out of work for eight months, you know, and I'm, I was thinking I'd actually gone for a job with uh, Pearl and Dean to sell advertising space and things. And I remember, and I actually got the job. And actually the guy said to me when he was interviewing me, because I went back two or three times, he said to me, Vicky, he said, if you do this job, what will be your aim? I said, your job. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I got it. And, um, but then, thank goodness, I went for the, for the audition for Hello, Hello, and, and then the rest is history. So that took me back into the acting profession. Because I think sometimes in your life, you know, you can go different ways. But I think if you're meant to do something, you're meant to do it. So, uh, and that was a wonderful time, 10 years of being, well, reasonably in regular work, because it was only, we only did about seven or eight episodes once a year. But then the Americans wanted to buy it, so we had to do, I think, two lots of 23. And... Uh, because they needed more episodes. And um, and in fact, someone said to me that e- even though the writers, you know, the writers did Dad's Army and Are You Being Served and all of those, we had the most episodes. We did the most episodes, I think, between 85 and 90 episodes on Hello, Hello. Really? You think you'd be sick to death of me by then, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you, uh, this is a personal question, but I ask this because I'm going to tell you my personal side of this. Do you, did you, were you on repeats in those days? Yes. Yes, yeah, so was I in Porridge. Yes, absolutely. And in fact... When, and still are. Was, yeah, and still yeah. are. And in fact, if uh, Porridge is shown on, because I was on £75 an episode. Oh, right. Yeah, I was that, on, my money was low, but that's really low. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I was, you know, it was extraordinary. But if it was on BBC One or BBC Two, I used to get over £1,000 an episode. Whoa. In repeats. Whoa! If it's shown now, no. I mean, it's How yeah. did you get that deal? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And Ronnie Barker must have been on a fortune. Oh my God! Well, I think we we because there were so many of us. You know, there was yeah. a, a lot of us. Like you know, it could be fourteen characters, but obviously Gordon Kay got the most, and Carmen was yes. on a lot. And I think Richard Marner, um, and the rest of us. In the end, we all stuck together and said we want to have the same money. Because yeah. people were getting, you know, like 50 quid more than someone. And it was, you know, so we s- stuck together. But um, but no, I get the repeats, but it's not very, you know, like it might go... T- it's still sold worldwide, but it might be, yeah. I don't know, could be 
you know, £100 here or £30 or... But then if they sell a block, then you get a few hundred pounds. But I think yeah. it's because it was split so many ways. How many ways yeah. did you have to split? How many... Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I was just... But of course, the trouble How is... Can you, I'm so jealous now. How do <laughs> but, you get a thousand But the trouble is... And I'm getting 30 is. quid. <laughs> <laughs> but the trouble is, though, it's never shown on, or very rarely on BBC One or BBC Two, but it's shown all the time on satellite television where we get F all. Oh, why? Oh. Has Equity looked at that? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's... No, you should get have, some... No, because I, have, I, you know, I did like, well, like you have, but loads of things like Minder, Softly, Softly, yeah. all of those back in the day, and then I was, I was getting no, re- uh, no repeats, and I signed up, so they did look into that, and then all of a sudden I got started getting paying receipt. Uh, it's, a, it's a real. I mean, I know my friend Joan Collins. Uh, she fought very hard in Dynasty to get repeats. I love her. And, she's and fabulous. They, uh, she's wonderful. I work with her on um, Noel Edmonds' house party. Oh, yes. And I was the regular one, the neighbour that loved him, uh, that really liked him. And she was in it. She was doing a sketch. And you know what it was? You, you, you didn't have a script or anything. You had no rehearsals, really. You just sort of went in and did it. And I remember her coming off and she said, um, oh, my goodness, was I all right? And I'm thinking, you're Joan Collins. Of course you were. I said, no, you were amazing. You know, you're absolutely, you look fabulous. You were amazing and everything. And she went to me, darling, we could be sisters. <laughs> <laughs> so I you know, you could, you could be, you could be. But she fought very hard to get repeats on Dynasty. They, they wouldn't have it. However, I think, and I, and I know this is not telling tales, I think she was on something like $200,000 an episode or something. Whoa, we are in the wrong country. <laughs> we are in the wrong country. You're absolutely right. I mean, I wish was, you hadn't yeah. told me. <laughs> So, Hello, Hello was the thing that put you really on, on, the, on the market. I really? love you for that, Chris. You what? just went, Hello, Hello. It's not, it's not, you can't even say it's, Hello, Hello. Hello, Hello. <laughs> hello, Hello. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a great series, though, and you, and you made such an impact in it. Thank you. Uh, which you, you were fantastic. Who were the writers again? Jeremy Lloyd and David Croft. Of course, of course. I, I, I directed a, a show that uh, Jeremy Lloyd had written and it was, it was a, a, a re- sort of semi-religious show. It was about animals. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Uh, Captain Beaky. Captain Beaky, yes. Yeah, he was, that was really good. That's so popular. Yeah, I know. We did it in a church in, uh, near the Tower of London called All Hallows by the Tower. And uh, so I, I got to work with him quite a bit. I loved him, actually. He was a great character. Oh, my he? God, was he? I loved him. And he was completely yeah. off the wall as well. Yeah, off And he the was wall. a great raconteur, had loads of stories. Did yeah. you tell you the story where he got broken into? And, and, um, <laughs> and there was this little old boy, you know, he's there. And he was shaking because Jeremy had caught him. And so Jeremy went, sat him down, gave him a cup of tea. This is man that's stealing <laughs> from his flat. And... Um, Gave him a cup of tea and got him a cab home and paid for it. <laughs> but he was just wonderful. I mean, I've got so many stories of him. And um, and he was really fun. And like when we were rehearsing, you know, he'd put in, he'd go, Vicky, try this one. Okay, this is, uh, <laughs> he said, have you ever thought about this word? So David Croft's directing and everything. And he, because I had to say happiness, you know. 
but with a French accent. He said, think about it. I said, think about it. And I went, oh, but I wish you... So I thought about it. I went, a penis. (laughs) (laughs) David Croft went, no, darling. (laughs) (laughs) But he was always naughty and great, great writing. No, he was was terrific and he was very enthusiastic. Uh, And even though he was upper class... I think that he was very down-to-earth upper-class, wasn't he? Well, he was actually... I think he was born just outside Manchester. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, you know, because he was really... And he he didn't suffer fools gladly. He either liked you or he didn't, you know. And and he sort of knew if you were a nice person or not. Yeah. No, I I, I liked him a lot. He was was terrific. And we had a lot of fun, certainly, doing that. And uh, David Croft, Sue, he was the other... I mean, the other writer which was co-writer on Dad's Army with Jimmy Perry, another wonderful writer. But um, I think David Croft was so, so good at the producing, the directing, the writing. He knew how to film comedy. And it's so important. I mean, I've seen some major actors now that have been... that Comedy actors. That are directed, and the director doesn't know how to film the comedy. So you don't get the reaction shot. You don't get the laugh. You know, it is an art form, I think, to film comedy properly. And um, and he and David was good at all of that. And he he had to like his people. You know, it was a, it was a great family atmosphere. And he had a big family. And of course, we shot everything in Norfolk. We never got to France. <laughs> oh, we never got to France. No, it was all in Norfolk around there. But. Um, yeah, he was amazing. But I'm sure I, I, when I say this next remark, you will agree that we were in the in absolute the pinnacle of comedy television. Absolutely. Porridge, I mean, just I amazing. But also, also, you know, people like um, uh, Benny Hill. Yes. We're, we're oh, my goodness. Her. Yes. Brilliant. But you, but you couldn't get away. Benny Hill was one of the biggest shows in America. Yeah. You couldn't get you couldn't get away with it now though you couldn't you couldn't see. I loved it when he used to hit the little bloke with the bald head on. Yes. But you can't because it was like females. Who cares? You know, it's up to you how you conduct yourself and how you whether you want to be perceived or not be perceived. You know, it's your choice. Oh, I'm a person. You're a person. I think you know. Leave it up to the. Obviously, some people are. I don't know, maybe more vulnerable. But it taught me to be strong. I'm like quite a strong woman now, having come yeah. up through the the ranks. I think you learn from it. And I think that we need to do those learning curves. And we need to have comedy. And we need to be able to laugh at things again. You know, it's so sad. And you're still going strong, Vicky Michelle. Darling, and so are you, Christopher Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's been wonderful that you were on Show and Tell today. You have really... Three lovely items. I mean, you know, I, I, I the OBE is fantastic. MBE, I, I but you can M- upgrade oh, sorry, me. Oh, oh, no, sorry, I M- don't M- mind. You can o- upgrade me. <laughs> Your MBE <laughs> should have been an OBE. Uh, and then that lovely hat, which, of course, was stolen from me, uh, you know, which I'm very sad about. And uh, the Who stole it? Well, somebody on the production team must have stolen it. Oh. It went missing literally the moment I came out. No, but sometimes some of them, but some of them packed your stuff away and took it away unless you went, I want that. That might have been what happened. Because because some of the costumes and everything that we were wearing in there, you know, they, they took them. I went, no, I want that. 
Yeah. And, and we would we were grabbing things out because we knew. But probably when you were doing it, you didn't know they were going to take them. No, I, I probably we didn't because it was early on. You know, it was. But anyway, it's it's been fantastic. It's, it has been fabulous. Really enjoyable. You're such a good girl. And uh, let's let's meet up soon and go out for dinner with the family. Darling, absolutely. How is your daughter? She's gorgeous. She's yeah. gorgeous. She's such a good little actress. But at the moment, she's doing PR. So she's working. So she's sort of working in the business, but on the other side at the moment. Good. Yeah. And, of course, I must just uh, talk about uh, our Ray Cooney film that we all made. Oh, my there. gosh, yes. Exec- you were a producer on. Exec producer, yeah. I got some, raised some money for that and uh, run for your wife. That Did that a- make any money in the end? Uh, do you know what? That's a long story because I think they were still selling it in Australia, the, uh, but he wasn't getting anything. It was I don't know. I don't. I really don't know the ins and outs. And you know what Ray's like? He said, oh, it doesn't matter. I won't follow it up. But it was one. The thing is, is that it was a really funny film. You were brilliant in it. I mean, your and Lionel's scene was <laughs> hysterical. And what I've always said, you know, some people say, oh, it was a bit dated. It was a bit this. Well, Ray is so, sort of old school, and it yeah. could have been brought a little bit more up to date. But in terms of comedy value, you cannot orchestrate 2,000 people in a cinema um, for, for, the, um, for the opening of the film. Yeah. What do you call it? The prologue? No, premiere. For oh, <laughs> the premiere, yeah. 2,000 people. I remember. Roaring with laughter. You I cannot know. orchestrate that. It either happens or it doesn't. And it's a re- it was a really funny film. So it, I, yeah. it's still good. Yeah, I think it, it might have a revival. <laughs> and well, you're I, it was a great film. Great film. Yeah, really it was. good it fun. It was really fun. Wonderful and cast. How many, how many celebrities were in it? I know. Dame Judy. Yes. I mean, Ray, Ray really went through his book, didn't he? He did. He got all his mates. He's got yeah, all his, really all his pals in. Yeah. But dear Lionel, it was wonderful working with Lionel. Yeah, Li Li. Li Li. Darling, love you and thank you very much indeed. Lots of love. It's been a pleasure and a joy and fun. Uh. <laughs>